Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome hello, to Two hello. Black Girls, One Rose. Where three black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, mm. the, the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And I'm loving this season. Loving. <laughs> loving it. It so is a surprised. great watch. This is Me so too. good. I, I'm surprised at how good it is. Same. And I'm also, this is not, I'm not saying this just because we're in a pandemic and there's nothing to watch. Like, this is truly good. It's good. Like, yeah. I actually like watching this. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> not just for the sake of the podcast. Like, I'm enjoying this yeah. watching experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, thought this was another great episode. Mm-hmm. Really getting to know these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? Okay. You kick us yeah. off. I'll go in. Yeah, because I don't have that much. Um, this is the best cast of guys I've ever seen. Ever. I don't know if this is the best cast of guys that's ever been on the show. I'm going to yes. say it is. Right? It is. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I am so glad Claire didn't waste anybody's time. Yeah. I am I'm so. glad she left. I am so happy she left. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve, they, they, this group of guys deserved better. <laughs> better. And both parties. Claire. Both parties. Claire got what she needed. 39 years old, said, mm-hmm. I know what I want and I got it. Yep. I got to go. Bye. Mm-hmm. These guys deserve somebody who is going to, um, like, tell their story in a great way on TV, which is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then they deserve love on top of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really great uh, group of guys. Um and even though they're the best group of guys, the patriarchy and like heteronormatives are still creeping in. Um, mm. I'm not going to point all of them out because honestly, there's no use. Like Natasha said, I think it was two weeks ago, mm-hmm. there are bigger things, bigger issues to worry about than yeah. who said who is a smoke show or who said who <laughs> right, would like- fuck somebody <laughs> on the first date. There's just not like we have bigger fish to fry big fish to fry um but you can tell how uh insulted men get when you call them like young like they hate that men can't stand when you call them young (laughs) 
Noah was losing it. And Noah was losing his mind today. <laughs> to be called young. You are young. You're 25. He That's not even young. an insult. They it's don't like that. It's literally a fact, as Bennett said. <laughs> nope. They don't like that. They don't God. like that shit. I worked mm. with a guy who was 24, and I was 28 at the time. And I was like, oh, you're just like little. He freaked out on me. He was like, I've been through mad shit. I've been shot at. You've never been shot at. What oh, the fuck are you talking about? I was like, yo. Damn, how'd we get there? <laughs> nigga, are you crazy? Oh God! Ooh, it was wild, but they don't like being called young. They don't like, like it. Young, yeah. It's like an insult. When they hear for men. young, they hear immature. Immature, or you're a yeah. Kid. Yeah. When I mean, I, I mean, they just that's young, but right or that's true. Noah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I just can't wait to dive into this episode. What about you? What do you think? Yeah. Um, I agree. Best cast of men they've ever had. Mm-hmm. I take it back before when I said that they are just a boring group of nice <laughs> yeah, men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is like a solid group of nice men, yes, mm-hmm. but they have depth. Yeah. They all have a, some type of backstory. And it doesn't have to be like some tragic backstory, but they yeah. come with like stories. They mm-hmm. have, they've lived a life and mm-hmm. we actually get to like learn about it mm-hmm. and appreciate them and get to know them as real people and not just like these contestant like um just like characters storyboard characters yeah, yeah. right um i think this group date the painting like yeah creative one we learn more about these men from that one date mm-hmm. than we've learned from entire seasons mm, with other guys yeah yeah like I felt like I I now know more about Riley. Mm-hmm. I've I feel like I know Ivan's whole life story, oh, whole life, <laughs> whole life. Riley, Ivan, Buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, then I feel like I learned about Brian from Rachel's season, who was the winner. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely. And we're we're still we got nine, ten guys here, and I feel mm-hmm. like I just learned so much more in that one date than we've ever seen from other past guys so yes um i love it i feel like i have so many favorites um among the men which is cool and i feel like we're watching almost like a different show Mm -hmm. there's just more depth than ever it's it's also a combination of tasia being older more mature always asking great questions Mm -hmm. um and really diving in to get to know these guys and not just like what's your favorite color like what do you what do you um, like to do on the weekends? What do you like to do on the weekends? <laughs> like we're, she's asking like real shit about yeah. their lives, and that's yeah. what's bringing, that's what's drawing them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the guys just being solid older guys, many of which I mean we've decided have never seen the show, so they're not like absolutely to yep. any tropes or formula or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we see easy play into a formula tonight At, and it oh, got him sent home <laughs> oh, that was devastating that was devastating was like, it's my one-on-one time yes. i need to drop that i'm falling in love yep you did it too soon and now you you're chucking the deuces yep mm-hmm. so but that was like the first instance otherwise all these guys they just seem like aliens that have like arrived in bachelor world yeah. And like yeah on this show and know nothing about the show or the formula or anything yep. and it's refreshing because i feel like we're not they're not coming in with all these preconceived um, ideas, game plans, strategies yeah. that we're used to seeing on the show. So right. It feels like we're watching something different. Mm-hmm. 
I'm loving it personally. Yes, same. I I caught it, what I was going to say before. Oh, yeah. Usually by this time in the season, like episode eight, I want to say, what is it? Like 16 episodes, right? Usually Mm -hmm. around this time, mid-season, I'm usually like damn near asleep. Like this shit is usually (laughs) mad boring until like episode 12. Mm -hmm. I think every episode is going to be really interesting and really good. Yeah. Right? I think also usually around this time we don't have like clear clear favorites or like invested interest yeah there might be like one or two guys that were like oh yeah he's cute he's the best whatever Mm -hmm. but here i feel like we're all invested in ivan we're all invested in ben absolutely yes damn (laughs) like after tonight's episode every like ivan uh i said ivan already zach like we're so invested in them yeah way earlier than usual Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah i agree with that yeah oh man i hope they try to continue some of this with matt season because i feel like a lot of this is because they're in one Uh, spot because they're what in one spot and they're not like and here's the mountains of utah we're gonna (laughs) go on a utah date yeah and make schnitzel or like whatever the hell they did like you know yeah there's not as many gimmicks and shit like that that they can pull Mm -hmm. they really have to rely on these characters and these people to like give them some story yeah. Um, but I think a big season, part, of, I think that's like, a part of it. Mm-hmm. I think a big part is the men being older. Yeah. Because I, I think even just from the preview of Matt James' <sighs> season, know, I know. we're getting in the usuals, you yeah. know, the usual girls that yep. we know. <laughs> yep. And some young bloods. Mm-hmm. And I can hear the cattiness. I hear the voice. I hear the, yeah. like the. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I think we're, we might revert back, <laughs> unfortunately. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see um but yeah definitely excited to dissect this episode Mm -hmm. um of course we got some stuff to talk about before we get there yep shout out as always to the patreon crew love you you guys love you love you please continue to rate review subscribe um we do live tweet every Mm -hmm. tuesday Mm -hmm. we're you know live on twitter with everybody else at bachelor nation Mm -hmm. Uh, you can follow us at the number two blk girls the number one rose and you can email us at the number two black girls the number one rose at gmail.com yep find us on instagram tag us in your story Mm -hmm. share us with the world everybody know you're watching the bachelorette and you're listening along with two black girls one rose Mm -hmm. thanks guys um, all right, Justine, I know we got Oof. some church, church announcements. Because the church. We do. So we got a lot of love this week, which is really nice. So shout out to yes. uh, Lindsay, Amelia, um, and uh, Maxine, and uh, Danielle, who gave us uh, some love on uh, in the Patreon messages. Also... Yes. We did, and uh, when you guys send us DMs like this, it's better if you guys send us emails because it's easier for us to go through it. We mm-hmm. got two very different stories about Bennett's ex-fiance. Yes, some very tea. different <laughs> takes, <laughs> and was- people who were very staunchly standing in their theory of like oh. what happened to him. So what are, let's just spill the tea. I know one from the emails, I think, but I don't know if I saw the DM one. Okay. You don't have to give their names or anything. Right. So one from the emails um, is that her coworker was (laughs) supposed to be a bridesmaid in their wedding. In Bennett's Bennett's wedding, runaway wedding. Yes. (laughs) That we learned about last episode. Yes. And apparently two weeks before the wedding, at the bachelorette party, the f- his fiance, so the 
woman he was supposed to marry said, Mm -hmm. I don't think I can do this and called off the wedding with less than two weeks to go. At the bachelorette party? At the bachelorette party. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And... So she ran away from him. Apparently. Okay. Apparently, from this take. From this take. That is, A, not the story that he told on TV. No, he may sound like (laughs) he ran away. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like we got a DM, but I couldn't find the DM because we get a lot of, like, reactions and stuff. Yeah. I couldn't find the DM and I couldn't, like, read it again. But somebody else said that they knew what happened with Bennett and that it was... That he dumped somebody and then like two months later he was on The Bachelorette and he's just looking for fame. I did read that one. Right? Yes. Yeah. She said he broke it up and yes. then he applied for the show and was on the show within two, like a month or two or something. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both people are like, I know this person and it is true. <laughs> Who's or uh, This is very different. <laughs> like, Yeah. Different. Different takes, but it could work. It could be that yeah. the girl left him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was heartbroken and then was like, fuck it, I'm going on The Bachelorette. And yeah. two months later, he was on The Bachelorette. So it could actually be the same story, right? Well, one person was saying that Bennett broke it up. One person is saying that the fiance broke it up. Oh, oh okay. You're right. The DM did say that he broke it up. That he broke it off. So the verdict is still out. We still don't know. Still <laughs> out. And DM person, please email the number two black girls, one rose, if we're like, getting your story wrong we only we both only saw it one time yeah um so if you email us it's easier but like what why are there so many different variations of this story who is bennett (laughs) the verdict is still out we still have no idea who this man is and like what actually happened here Uh, so strange very strange very strange love Uh, the tea though i know right love it (laughs) this is great you guys are great um and then we have a birthday message happy birthday to joy it's her birthday this week oh, happy Fellow birthday joy sagittarian sister yep you are love mm-hmm. it love you're it. with good company you are you are and depending on where you live it could still be like 50 degrees out so maybe you can go outside that's true y- yep <laughs> still can uh-huh still can nice. and shout out to the cookout crew hey. um Michaela, Aaron, Sarah, Ava, Tracy, Becky, Halia, Sam, Monica, Rachel, Lexi, Jenna, Marsha, Louisa, Stephanie, and Zakia. Shout out to you guys. We love you. Shout out to the cookout crew. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Um, all right. So I do have some Bachelor Nation. News. I know you do. I do, I do. Um, so firstly, Mr. Easy. Yeah. So this is hard. This is hard. Yeah. yeah. Easy was accused of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Reality Steve reported this some time ago, mm-hmm. but there wasn't much to report at the mm-hmm. time. I felt, and I, I personally feel very weird getting up on this platform and reporting about legal allegations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that we haven't done it before, but it always feels weird for me. So yeah. that's, I'm yeah. just putting that out there. Um, but yeah, easy. There were allegations against him. An un- unidentified woman revealed in a thread on Twitter that she since she's now since deleted the tweets mm-hmm. um, that she had a non-consensual, non-consensual sexual encounter with Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought forth these allegations. She deleted the tweets after she got legal counsel, and they were like, "Yeah, take that down." Yeah. Um, 
And apparently she spoke with NZK Productions, which is the production company behind The Bachelorette. Okay. Um, their legal team, they did an investigation. They met with Easy. Apparently mm. there's a lot of he said, she said going back and forth. Mm. Um, ABC did an inv- investigation into the allegations, whatever that means. Mm. And their investigation ruled that it was inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we... We've seen Easy this whole season. They never yeah. edited him out. Right. He was right. very present. Yeah. Literally up until this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that was ABC's way of saying, like, we saw the allegations. We don't think there's shit. And we're yeah. just going to move forward. Right. Um, the whole thing is unfortunate. Anytime. I yeah. mean, this is not the first time that someone who's been uh, accused of sexual assault has been casted on the, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. ABC, the production companies, I mean... We talked about this up and down about how they need to do their digging and all that jazz. But this woman, I guess she didn't share her story until she she saw him until she saw him on the show and then yeah. did her tweets. So in the defense of the production company, which I ain't never trying to defend them, but never. I guess there was nothing yeah, for them right. to dig up because that never really existed before. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the whole thing's very unfortunate. I mean, yeah. It sucks to, like, come forward, tell your story, and mm-hmm. then be in this, like, weird legal battle with, like, production companies and this back and forth. And then they rule it inconclusive, and then you see him on TV still going about his life. <laughs> right. And Twitter is still, like, easy deserves better. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they, what it seems like is that they didn't believe you. Or that, mm-hmm. like, That's you didn't have like. enough evidence to, exactly. to be believed, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate for sure. Very much sucks. So, um, but yeah, just thought. I mean, I've known this for some time. It hasn't really been widely reported. Yeah. Um, today, Refinery Twenty Nine actually put out something, so mm-hmm. I was like, great. Right. And Easy had like quite a moment in this episode, so yes. I thought we'd talk about it. But right. um, yeah, that's that. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah, we'll um, never know. We will never know. Yeah. Um, but I always believe the woman. So. <laughs> you know there. what you know what i saw today sidetrack sorry but i have to tell you this what i was watching today while i was working i saw mm-hmm. that vice you know that thing where that girl in all black mm-hmm. is sitting next to a young uh brown woman with very long hair and she's like i voted for trump as kind of a joke like i just like pressed what? the button and i thought it was it's like a viral twitter clip and the girl next to her was like, "Can let's just speak to the privilege of you thinking that this election was a joke. Wow. And she was like, oh, oh, it's not really like a joke. And she was like, you just said it. You just said it was a joke. Mm. You had never seen that clip? I have not seen this. No. Oh, oh, my God. It's, it's on Vice? What? It's a clip so from it's a on, Vice show? So it's a clip from a Vice conversation that they did okay. with women who are on all different political spectrums. Uh, so they had like a okay. black conservative woman. They had uh, mm-hmm. um, a trans black woman. They had conservative women. They had pro-choice women, mm-hmm. pro-life women. Like everything. Everything. Talking about feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talked about the Me Too movement. And the conservative women were saying that what turns them off the most is saying, believe all women. Because they're like, you can't always believe all women. That's ridiculous. I was like, wow. Who was saying that? The conservative women who were in the the group, including the black one. The black one is actually very uh, adamant about that. Mm. Um, Very, very interesting. Definitely check it Mm -hmm. out if you haven't. It's on YouTube. So it's like totally free and no ads or anything. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's great conversation. 
Lots of thinking. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously sexual assault and any type, there's like allegations against someone who's like in the public. It's always yeah. like you got to tread lightly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just always think about, it's not easy for any woman to come forward to share something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always inclined mm-hmm. to lie with her yeah. <laughs> inside with her yeah because no one just wakes up one day and be like oh, i'm just gonna start some shit today in bachelor nation and like release a tweet mm-hmm. the, the threat of tweets accusing someone so yeah. um but yeah i would love to check that out just to hear the the other side what they're saying yes and what they're so mm-hmm. interesting and necessary to like hear mm-hmm. with these women who are like no i don't believe in me too no i'm not a feminist and yes Whoa. i voted for trump like who are you <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Why do you exist? Why are oh, you allowed to vote for my rights? <laughs> you do not speak for me, girl. Oh, God, a mess. Um, anyways, anyways, next piece of Bachelor Nation news. Um, so Ari got COVID. Oh, uh, well, that's what happens, okay? That's what happens. That's what that happens. Was, God don't like ugly, do God we? God don't like okay? ugly. He got the swiftest of karma. <laughs> for him <laughs> coming for him um i don't know if you saw his whole beef with taylor nolan i sure did and wasn't she oh. promoting sex toys so yes i'm about so, to buy one we're using her code what's her code i know right support <laughs> black owned businesses yeah. <laughs> and I, I love taylor so ari for those of you who don't know he posted a poll um on his instagram back november 3rd uh november 3rd that was election day right yeah yeah on election day mm-hmm. um asking people who they're voting for and then wrote remember we are remember we are all united and it's okay oh, to have different opinions oh, that's no. freedom so what a trump voter oh my god up just all lives matter bullshit yeah essentially. Yep. Mm-hmm. and so taylor nolan she commented basically saying that this is bullshit yeah <laughs> and um, just said her little piece on his poll or whatever the hell. Then weeks later, so this is like weeks go by, mm-hmm. Taylor does an ad for, I want to say a sex toy or some type of sex mm-hmm. device. Mm-hmm. Um, and here comes Ari again with mm. his bullshit. Mm. Trying to shame her and like sarcastically calling her classy. Oh, that's classy. You came for me on my post, but here you are promoting um, he like made a joke like masturbation tools or whatever. That's yeah. classy. Um, Taylor clapped back with a 12 minute video. All right. Roasting the shit out of Ari Ooh. and all white men. And I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> she came all the way through. First of all, she's a, she, she's a therapist and she works as a oh, sex shit. therapist. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's a licensed psychotherapist. She's currently in school for her PhD in clinical sexology. What? God damn. Wow. So her, her podcast is good, too. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a few episodes. Okay. Um, she does a lot of talk on, um, like, love and relationships, but mm-hmm. a lot on sex, too, but from, like, a clinical, scientific yeah. like, standpoint. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, she came back with that and mm-hmm. basically was like, what you're not going to do is this. <laughs> um at all and i think it was just a beautiful display of a roast of Mm, mm. (laughs) just a privileged white man who had no business coming for her in this way and i just love when black women just have the time to roast a bitch 12 minutes was this video justine that's (laughs) that's 12 minutes 
That's just, long. That's long. Yeah. But she had the time. She did. She did. She had the time. And what mm-hmm. I think is so beautiful, oftentimes we are busy. Yeah. Oftentimes we ain't got the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we are not the one. Mm-hmm. But when a black woman has time, mm-hmm. beware. And don't get an educated black woman to talking because she will rip you into shreds. A, bl- a black woman on route to her PhD. <laughs> She's about uh, to be a yeah, doctor. No. She's about to be a doctor. <laughs> Full on doctor. Mm. She wasn't the one. Mm. I loved it. Um, head over to Taylor's page if you yes. missed it. I'm sure it's somewhere still there. Um, so yeah, that was my other piece of news. And then I do have a soapbox I want to get up on real quick. Get up on. Let's hear it. Yes. Um, so this is kind of in defense of Tasia. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing after this after last episode with Tasia and Ivan and their whole conversation mm-hmm. and seeing a lot of mostly black women mostly women of color mm-hmm. in bachelor nation expressing how they wanted more out of Tasia during that conversation with mm-hmm. Ivan um expressing disappointment and getting you know little from Tasia other than tears or her just kind of saying like it's so hard um a lot of people questioning Tasia's uh like racial salience and like how connected mm. she is to her black identity mm. Mm. and them feeling let down by her and that scene like craving more and i'm seeing it a lot in our comments and the dms yeah. all that stuff and yeah. i just have a, a couple things to say so i too wanted more from tasia mm-hmm. in an ideal world she would have laid out a play-by-play of white supremacy, racial injustice, and systemic oppression in this country. <laughs> right. Live on primetime ABC for all the Karens <laughs> right. and Beckys of the world to just eat up. Yes. I would have loved to see that mm-hmm. in an ideal world. Mm-hmm. That's obviously not what we got from mm-hmm. Deja. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justine and I, for example, we are very... No, power to the people, pro-black, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, blackity black, 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 mm-hmm. two black girls from Rose. <laughs> like, yes. We um, are maybe more eloquent on subjects like this than Tasia is, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just because we're able to articulate our thoughts and feelings about blackness, Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. doesn't make us any more black than Tasia. Than Tasia, yes. Doesn't mean Tasia doesn't feel feel our exact same hurt and pain Mm -hmm. and for us to demand xyz from her in that moment and we have to remember what that moment was she's sitting on tell like she's on television yeah she knows (laughs) she's she's sitting yeah yes in front of a row of white people yes one of which has a boom microphone in her face yeah she's mic'd up she has lights on her. Mm-hmm. She's not dumb. She knows the exact weight of this conversation and the pressure that she's under mm-hmm. being, you know, the second black bachelorette. Um, and then not only not only the pressure from like these white producers who are staring back at her like, woohoo, we're getting our moments. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she's also thinking of the black and brown folks of Bachelor Nation who are watching her and waiting for this moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so when I'm seeing everybody in the comments and DMs, I'm just want to ask people to have a little more grace for the girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I myself, as much as I love to talk about all these black issues and blackity black black, I probably would have had trouble finding words my damn self. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, other thing I want to say, I don't know Tasia. Mm-hmm. None of us know Tasia. <laughs> we can only judge her based on what we've learned about her, what we've seen of her. Um, she's a black woman, black mm-hmm. and Mexican. 
you know, she grew up in Orange County, which is a very white, very affluent, probably very Republican, I'm assuming. Yeah, very. Mm -hmm. We know her Instagram is not littered with like Breonna Taylor tribute uh, (laughs) videos Uh and, Uh you know, Cardi B, you know, ass clapping videos. We know her last boyfriend (laughs) was John Paul Jones. Yeah, right. We're all assuming from what we see that she's not strongly connected to her black identity mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in that way, um, in a way that let's say like Justine and I might be, mm-hmm. um, if that is so, if those assumptions are so mm-hmm. again, have grace for the girl yeah. rather than put her down. Yeah. Because it's times like these, like times where George Floyd is murdered on camera, mm-hmm. times where people are marching and protesting we have Biden on national television, like mm-hmm. literally saying the word white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. no matter how blackity black black you are, you are deeply affected by the racial tension of this country and what's happening right now. You mm-hmm. are deeply mm-hmm. affected when you see another black man murdered by the police. Right. And I personally always, for whatever reason, and maybe it could be because I'm a black girl that grew up in a mostly white environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always think of like the black girl in the white sorority yeah, or yeah. that black girl growing up in the, in Orange County and she's yeah. the only black girl in her class yeah. or that black boy who's like at boarding school in Vermont on yes. the fucking lacrosse team. Mm-hmm. Like those black people who are stuck mm-hmm. in super white environments mm-hmm. who've been socialized a little bit different than me and you mm-hmm. who probably might have a different relationship to their blackness and it's in development. Mm-hmm. We have friends of our own who kind of meet the yeah. same kind absolutely 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 and we have listeners as well we have patrons who are who listen to this podcast and who are patrons because they Mm -hmm. don't have anybody else to relate to exactly me and justine know it very well we are black girls grew up in a super white environment Mm -hmm. um these are the people that i want to have the most grace for Mm -hmm. and who i feel for the most because i know they feel the same hurt and pain as i do Mm. and are struggling to reconcile everything oftentimes on their own so sometimes mm-hmm. when they're sit, you know, when they're sat on national television and there's a conversation about Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. they might not find the words. Yeah. Yeah. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that because I was feeling kind of icky reading people's comments yeah. and people like coming for Tasia or like demanding more. And I just wanted to throw that perspective in and just mm-hmm. remind people that just to have grace and maybe yeah. understand people's perspectives and also her pain is no different than our pain just because we can articulate our pain maybe a little bit more eloquently. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean that she's not feeling the same things that we are. Right. That's it. That's great. I would just like to add, um, don't y'all let Tasia Meghan Markle your ass because you all (laughs) said the same thing about Meghan Markle and that bitch Mm. had the blackity, black, black, blackity ass wedding that we have (laughs) ever seen. Okay, <laughs> of the royal family for damn sure, and, the, and had all those white people sitting up there having to listen to that black pastor go over time by at least five minutes. So do not, do not no. like we've done this before, and it never works out with no. with black, no. especially black women. Yeah, black yeah. men sometimes disappoint. Sometimes you can sniff yes. that out pretty quick. <laughs> but, but black, black women, though, come black on. women, no, we cannot do this, and we cannot do this to each other. No, we cannot. No. Oh, friend, I agree so much. I'm so glad yeah. you said something. Uh, yeah, needed to be said. Have yeah. grace. That's mm-hmm. if anything. That's like my term of like 
this year. It's just mm. like having more grace with myself and just like, let's have more grace for each other. Yeah. Um, so just wanted to throw that little perspective in. Oh, love it. Um, but yeah, let's dive into the recap. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> 31 minutes into the <laughs> I know. <laughs> gonna be a long one guys uh-huh. um all right so tasia it's i guess the day after last night and she is full-on in a marquee nightclub dress at <laughs> <a> smooth, 12 <laughs> noon <laughs> she is setting out pastries on the table mm-hmm. and i'm like where are you going right and who's coming over uh, who's coming over mm-hmm. what is the bottle service situation <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's talking about how overwhelming the process is and like how she really needs advice. Mm-hmm. So of course there's a knock on the door. Uh, yeah. A setup. Yeah. And yes, it is Jojo. Yeah. Former bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, they have definitely met probably for the first time right now. Right now. <laughs> yes. The squealing <laughs> lets you know that mm-hmm. they, this may be take two of their first meeting. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, People love JoJo. She's one of the like beloved bachelorettes of Bachelor Nation. Loved. I don't understand loved. it. And oh. I have asked multiple people, why yeah. do they love JoJo? They're like, she's just so regular. That's what everyone says. She's so regular. I don't. First of all, that young lady is not regular. No. Oh. Like, let's get that straight right now. I find Hannah B to be more regular. Hannah B is definitely more regular. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And probably, I mean, realistically, probably just as popular. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but Hannah B also, like, won Dancing with the Stars and, like, uh, d- demolished a man on national TV for being emotionally <laughs> abusive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, done. It. Actually, two men she's actually demolished on TV. Because Jed, we're never going to hear from his oh, ass shit. ever again. Jed and Luke. <laughs> Jed and Luke. Damn. So she's like done things. This mm-hmm. young JoJo woman, especially after this conversation, I don't understand any of the appeal. <laughs> I don't get it. I, people love JoJo. I Do they think know. they can look like her? Because it costs lots of money to look like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um her season she had jordan rogers who's like aaron rogers who's a big quarterback oh, um right. his brother. So her, her season had a lot of buzz going into it yes okay um, okay okay uh-huh uh-huh but i personally didn't find her season that memorable mm-hmm. either she was also in ben higgins season she was the f- in the final two i believe oh shit oh wow and everybody loves ben higgins so yes another one like don't get carry it carry over yeah also don't get it yeah but um okay yeah i don't know would have preferred to see rachel just throwing I that know, i would you know what i thought the same thing and then i thought they probably couldn't afford her right and kept it moving <laughs> then kept it moving <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my girl's booked and, and busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so Jojo comes in, Tasia gives her the whole, you know, play by play and how hard it is. She's falling for multiple people. This is like very unusual for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Jojo just kind of tells her it's normal to feel anxious and whatever. Um, I don't know. Jojo left much to be desired. She didn't really give many nuggets of wisdom. In my opinion. She got my first Becky of the week for the Ooh, episode. Damn. Yep. <laughs> I just don't. In. You know what it is? You know how we feel about white mediocrity on this podcast. I was about to say. I really, it really gets me angry that this young yeah. lady is just making bank off yeah. of being regular. 
being just and maybe it's me being a hating ass bitch and maybe it's me being a tired ass black bitch okay (laughs) who's tired of all of this (laughs) (laughs) or maybe it is c all of the above yeah yeah it just Mm -hmm. i was just like you're not giving any advice you're just sitting here nodding and saying yeah Mm -hmm. that's true like that's i was waiting for like a big nugget of wisdom or something or a small nugget of wisdom or something didn't get any nuggets still hungry it was Um. just verification that tasia knows what she's talking about which we all knew before you got here girl what are you doing at this brunch i don't why do we set out croissants for you (laughs) uh no idea yeah no clue and even later on the episode i'm like eh, but i can see her being the host so you know things change Mm. but whatever okay yeah Yeah, i mean chris harrison is trash so yeah soon (laughs) please um anyways back at motel six the guys are sitting around they're talking they all look like they had sleepy eyes. Like they all looked mm-hmm. like they just rolled out of bed. I don't yeah. know if it was just me. You saw that too? No, they looked like they had a late night or something. Yeah, I was like, is this yeah. uh they either just woke up or they were mm-hmm. filming all night and hadn't slept. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's the latter. Yeah. The latter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have these people just up all hours doing <laughs> yeah. interviews and craziness. <laughs> Lord. Oh god. So anyways, Chris Harrison walks in. He, you know, talks about last night's bump in the road as he calls it when mm-hmm. whack-ass noah started his old drama going mm-hmm. to Tasia, talking mm-hmm. about the guys question your integrity yada 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 um but chris harrison lets them know he doesn't have a date card because mm-hmm. he's actually going to be stepping out to drop his kid off at college where he'll be for two weeks before COVID shuts it down and he'll be back home <laughs> and <laughs> i just find it hilarious he yeah. left to go drop his kid off at college in the middle of a pandemic, and right. we know that college shut down maybe two weeks later. Because <laughs> didn't he drop him off in college in Texas? In Texas, of bet, all yeah. places. Oof, Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he says uh, that a dear friend of Tasia, quote unquote, is mm-hmm. here to fill in for me. <laughs> um, JoJo comes in, obviously introduces herself to all the guys who seem to have no idea who this woman is no clue maybe I love noah it. i love it yes i love <laughs> it noah's the only one i can see knowing who that is yeah yeah, yeah. but everybody else was like oh hi jojo hi jojo <laughs> <laughs> is it jojo or jojo like I'm trying to get it to <laughs> meet this bitch for the first time so cute <laughs> i love it so cute oh god i love it um but yeah she has a date card it's for zach Mm -hmm. says i'm looking for a man i can picture my future with Mm -hmm. um zach is obviously super hyped for this date uh, but does say that there's a lot about me she doesn't know yeah there's a lot we definitely don't know either (laughs) i know because i feel like he'd be uh getting quiet when she Mm -hmm. asks questions and things Mm -hmm. so mysterious very and not in a good way not in a good way, uh-uh. but it's also very intriguing. It hooks you very. if you want to go on a one-on-one. <laughs> 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 yes. Something about Zach. Yeah. Something. Somebody tweeted. I retweeted. They're like, um, what did they say? Something about Zach. Like, he's intriguing, but also high-key sus. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Something is, like, off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Zach meets with Tasia, and she's saying he's not typically the type of guy she goes for she usually goes for someone younger Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um which i wonder why some ladies like a younger energy because they feel like Mm -hmm. they're younger than they Mm. are i have a couple of friends like that who are like 29 30 and they're like oh my god i could never date someone 32 yeah they're like that's so old 
Yeah. <laughs> wild. Yeah, Tasia's one of those. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And John Paul Jones was 24. 25, yeah, 25. Yeah. yeah. And, and at that yeah. point, you still, you might as well be in eighth grade. You might as well. <laughs> like, a group of them all together. <laughs> like, at that rate. Um, so anyways, for their date, they are doing a wedding photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Which I fucking hate. This was terrible. This was horrible. This was really bad. Um, my Becky of the Week goes to whoever came up with this date. That's great. <laughs> That's a great one. Yep. This is, this is terrible. Um, the photographer, though, loved him. Loved him. <laughs> loved his outfit. Lo- the booty shorts. Oh, my God. The eyeliner. The scarf. The scarf twisted to the side yes. on the neck. The purple loafers. Loafers. The name Franco Lacosta. <laughs> yeah. Like everything about this man. I'm like, can he host the show? Right. Can we boot out JoJo and bring him in? Yes. Shit. <laughs> Loved it. Um, but yeah, Tasia, she's obviously shook for this date. Mm-hmm. Who would be excited to put on a wedding dress and pose as if they're getting married? To someone who this is your first date. This is your first date. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. And she's been married before, so we yep. all know that layer. Mm-hmm. And just last week, they did the whole proposal yes. date, too. Stupidness, yeah. Like, why are they f- forcing her into these pseudo, like, marriage engagement scenarios? Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. Um, anyway, Zach comes out first in his little, you know, black and white penguin suit. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then, I hate the... I, I hate know, I hate it, too. I'll go for a oh. navy blue jacket, but a cream or white. You just look like a waiter. You look like a waiter. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a time where it didn't look waiter-like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the white blazer with the black pants. Yeah. You're, you're you know, serving drinks at, a, at the wedding. At, like that's, at the wedding. <laughs> at the wedding. Uh, especially with a bow tie. You need a skinny tie, and maybe. Then, that would help. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, just throw this whole thing in the trash. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh I'm trying to salvage the outfit. Maybe a skinny tie. Oh no, just throw this whole thing in the trash. I oh hate a white suit jacket with a black pant. It is terrible. Oh, it is. It is horrible. Um, Tasia comes out in my dream wedding dress. I mean, so. phenomenal, phenomenal. And I thought Love to myself, it. I was like, "Damn, she might even wear a bra." God damn it! <laughs> oh, her <laughs> boobs are insane. They're so great. They're fantastic. Um, but yeah, she, uh, I, I would flat out refuse to do this. Thing. Yeah. She's so uncomfortable. Yeah. She's really nice for doing this to production. Like mm-hmm. forget Zach. This could have been literally anyone. Anyone. Yeah. But for production to do this to her is so it terrible. Sucks. You could tell even when they brought out the veil, she was like, uh, mm-hmm. do we have to do the veil? Oh, they just like god. shoved it on her head. Yeah. Like, and poor Zach was like, oh my gosh. crippling at the sight of her beauty (laughs) god uh yeah she's very nice because i would not do this yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah she you know they still have a good time she feels you know warm and great with zach they Mm -hmm. do other scenes like a rock star scene yeah they had zach in some hideous clothes (laughs) 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 he looked crazy in everything yeah uh but they had fun so Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Um, but yeah, afterwards they kind of sit and chat mm-hmm. and she reveals to him, you know, why she was so uncomfortable is because she was actually married before, hence her nerves and yeah. everything. 
Um, and then turns out we learned he was married too. He said mad casual, like, oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> like mad casual. Super like, casual. oh yeah. yeah. Like my dad is younger than my mom. Oh yeah, me too. No, my <laughs> nigga, you were married. That's like, you have to, that's the conversation. Like what? That's the conversation. <laughs> yeah. He dropped that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he was married for about a year and she was married mm-hmm. for two years. So mm-hmm. both quick obviously yeah. more to learn there mm-hmm. uh, but yeah they you know really connect have a good chat and all that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um time for the nighttime portion of their dates mm-hmm. um tasia her boobs look magnificent they look so great she's walking out in mm-hmm. boohoo's finest rayon yes. satin <laughs> sateen okay yes. looking Silvery, baby bluish, like yeah, rack dress almost. Yeah, it was. It, but it was all those uh, fast fashion things. It was like mm-hmm. shoulder wrap, <laughs> ruche, V neck, <laughs> long sleeve. So much happening in one outfit. So Go so much going on that you know you can only wear that shit once. Yes, everyone's gonna. I mean- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming. Mm and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. No, it's that dress with the V-neck and the shoulder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) The boo-hoo's finest. She looks great though. She does. Her body does look insane. So good. 
Um, but yeah, they sit, have dinner by the pool, and you know, Tasia's just digging, you know, trying to get to know you more. And Zach gives his whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, comes from a great family. Mm-hmm. He graduated from college. Found out he had a brain tumor. Mm. Um, next morning, he was in surgery. Surgery, yeah. That is like life altering. Yeah, so crazy. Um, wild. And then, as a result of the surgery, he was introduced to pain meds. Mm-hmm. Um, and soon after, he got married. Yeah. And then, I guess he was still addicted to the still addicted to the pain, pain meds. meds. So, I mean, even while married. Sounds like he was still just juggling a life of like drinking and drugs. Yeah, and yeah. Hanging out with sketch people and <clears throat> ended up getting arrested for DUI. Mm-hmm. Wife left him. Mm. Um, another eight months go by. He said shit got real dark. <laughs> yeah, and he the mm. way he said it too was like he probably even like doesn't really remember them, but he just knows right. it was eight months. You know, it was eight months of just. Binging, <laughs> yeah, just like up down binging, mm-hmm. like trying to chase a high, getting down yeah. to back to a new low, like that sort of yeah. life. That just like not himself, I'm sure. Yeah, and like a, a life of it, yeah, life of addiction, I guess. Like a, mm-hmm. a, when your disease exactly. takes over, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he said one day stole one of his dad's checks. Mm. Um, was at the bank trying to cash it, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get money for whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And the bank teller called his dad. Dad showed up and said, it's time to go home. Yeah. And he said in that moment, he kind of had like a come to Jesus moment mm-hmm. of clarity and ended up going to rehab for about five months. And I, I miss, did he say he's now on the board of AA? Yeah. So he's now on the board of the rehab facility that he went to. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I love how he talked about all of these little details. Like he said, like, this is not my wife's fault. This has nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he said about the bank teller, he was like, she's my angel, the bank angel. teller. And then yeah. he said, this is my baby, the rehab center. Like he holds mm-hmm. these things very dear because yeah. they saved his life. And he yep. acknowledges Straight that up. those things saved his life. And I mm-hmm. love that he um, really took himself out of that situation and, and knows the, the third parties and the spiritual awakening that he had. Mm-hmm. and what happened mm-hmm. so so yeah he told that story very well he told it very well yes um and he's an addiction counselor now mm-hmm. so i'm sure part of his job is telling this story yeah right <laughs> so right he knows it very well yeah. and he's comfortable with it and yeah you can tell as, as deep and as you know wild and personal that story is mm-hmm. he was very comfortable in telling it at mm-hmm. the same time mm-hmm. um so yeah tasia of course asked all the best follow-up questions uh-huh. yeah <laughs> amazing she's asking him how he like rebuilt how he was able to rebuild trust with his family and Mm -hmm. all that stuff um but yeah overall we got to learn zach (laughs) we've all loved zach for a while but now we kind of know what makes him tick and what like what's behind this you know intriguing person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um he obviously got the date rose obvi obvi and they left dinner, they, you know, walk it along, they, like, pull this mysterious lever, and then it lights up this giant Ferris wheel. That's crazy that they, how they get that into the Motel 6 La Quinta? I don't know, girl. Oof. They, they figured it out, though, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it was cute. They, um, you could tell Zach is, like, falling in love with Tasia. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Very much so. Mm-hmm. She also, she said she's absolutely falling for Zach, mm-hmm. she said in her interview. Quickly, back in Motel 6, uh-huh. 
Date card arrives. Mm-hmm. It is a group date for everyone except Easy. Mm-hmm. So that means Easy's getting the other one-on-one date. This I week. was shocked. I was too. I thought it was going to be Buzz Lightyear for sure. Yep, she is making Buzz work for yep. it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Hot take. I feel like Buzz is going to win. Low key. I, yeah. Right. He's, I'm he's feeling it. My top <laughs> two. Yeah. <probably. laughs> Definitely making it the whole town. Yes. Probably yes. going to be picking out a ring. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, that was shocking. Easy's getting the next one on one mm-hmm. date. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, back on Tasian and Zach's date, they, you know, ride the Ferris wheel. They're making out and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. And Zach is talking about how this whole experience is like surreal. Mm-hmm. And said something about no one can tell me I can't come on a TV show. Yeah, he said nobody can camera. tell me that like miracles don't exist because I came on to this TV show. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I fall in love and I have the love of my life in the, you know, whatever time span. Yeah. Um Zach also does a lot of breaking the fourth wall, which I appreciate. He knows nothing about TV. Nothing. Nothing about that. He is out here looking up the camera, <laughs> yes. talking about so I'm on this show and I like this girl like breaking all of the walls. <laughs> he oh he don't know what the hell he's doing here. No. He signed up for something, now he's here. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that, it's, I think it's very endearing. Yeah, I like it too. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, next day, time for the group dates. Mm-hmm. Guys show up. They all arrive at, I guess, guessing again, the Motel Six Rec Center. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they walk in the room, and there is a naked man and woman posing. And I'm surprised they didn't all start chanting and walking around in a circle saying we won't go okay (laughs) (laughs) because oh my god poor blake blake was like oh god (laughs) butt naked with a knee with With a knee knee brace brace. (laughs) oh god i i was scared for them i was like i I cannot do another naked date no making these men strip down and Mm -mm. draw each other whatever i'm not doing it um, so they were all very shook when they walk into walk, walk into the room, mm-hmm. and they learned that they're actually going to be sketching the naked couple. So mm-hmm. they back keep the clothes on. Um, but yeah, they all kind of sit around, grab a seat, different tables. Noah, mustache dude, mm-hmm. was sitting next to Tasia mm-hmm. when Bennett basically came over and told him to chuck the deuces. Yeah, how did he do that? I feel like I blinked and missed it. All of a sudden, Bennett was sitting like, next walking to- away. Yeah. <laughs> Bennett just acted like he was like, this is my seat. I, um, he made it, he made it sound very confident. He was, he made it sound very confidently. Like that was his assigned seat. Yes. Yeah. And Noah knew better, but he was like, I'm not going to make a scene. I'm just going to get up. Right. (laughs) Oh God. So he got bullied out of his seat. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, we all want to see Ivan next to Tasia. Get the fuck out of here. Both of you. Exactly. Get out of here, Bennett. Um, but yeah, so they draw, they present their drawings and, um, Bennett, Bennett and Noah, just like little catty, little cattiness. Yeah, I feel like Bennett is feeding into whatever the fuck the producers are telling him to say because he is very Bennett. Yes, it's way more more Bennett. Bennett. Very Mm -hmm. orchestrated. It's very odd. Yeah, very strange. Um, So after they draw the naked couple, they all get blindfolded Mm -hmm. and then they're given clay and they can make little clay figures. This was Um, a lot. This was a lot of creativity they had to tap into. I felt bad. This is like an arts and crafts like class. But this is like arts and crafts three hundred one. Like this is 
advanced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're given like clear like prompts and directives of right. like, what to do with the clay, and it's like with multiple mediums. You asked me to draw. Yes. You asked me to paint a portrait. You asked me to make some clay with no eyes. Cultures. Like what? Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. lot. Yeah. Very much a lot. Mm. Um, so Tasia, she's blindfolded. Everybody's blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Bennett grabs her face and just like forces his tongue down her throat, which is fucking weird because they're all blindfolded. She did not know who that was. Bennett, there, there was no you, consent there. Uh, none, none, none. Bennett, you are wilding. Ugh, I hate that. Oof, that was weird. That was weird. mad weird. It was very weird. It wasn't just a quick t- kiss. He was no. like tonguing her down. Yeah. And she was just like there having to be tongued down. Right. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, Bennett. Ew. That. Yeah. And that was very uh, gross. Yeah. And they're just practices that like it's 2020. We should all know that consent is a thing that happens even if you like the person as well. Mm-hmm. We saw this early in the season with Claire. Right. And yeah. pool gate. Ugh, Bennett, come on. Exactly. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that was gross. Um, and then yeah, they all made little clay figures. Blake made a penis. Apparently, according to Spencer, he's constantly talking about sex. Yes. In the house. And apparently this is a real thing. <laughs> I feel like Blake is just here for, until he's not, you know? I feel like he's just riding the wave. I think so. I don't really think he fucks with Tasia like that. Yeah, I don't think so either. He's just here. Yep. He's just here mm-hmm. till paradise. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, Bennett made a whole clay figure. This is our home in New York. This is our Hamptons yeah. home. This Wild. is our California home. Just leaning in hard to this like white privilege elitist yes. yeah. jerk character that mm-hmm. why would you want to lean into that <laughs> I, I, again i feel like we said this uh, two episodes or three episodes ago i don't know why you would ever want to be a character on a reality tv show they never work out to be successful ever at the ripe age of 36 at that right. not 25 like noah right like you're an established human being with yeah. like a career and shit in yeah. new york city like you want this like new identity as i a, don't understand like white elitist prick on reality television right and like ask the other ones ask pumpkin where's pumpkin you know what i'm saying like <laughs> shout out the flavor of love <laughs> like these people they don't go anywhere they don't you don't no. get a book deal like nothing no. there's no revenue nothing. coming from this i don't understand why he's playing into this so hard but whatever um but yeah the next challenge they all get um blank canvases and have to make a self-portrait and our challenge to you know get vulnerable really reveal themselves through this portrait mm-hmm. um and yeah it's very advanced a lot of mixed medium oh happenings people painting yeah. people collaging feathers somebody else <laughs> used the clay yeah like, bennett did like a needle work needle point oh my god a lot, a lot um but yeah Buzz, he's nervous going yeah. into the self-portrait. Mm-hmm. He's he's implying, saying that there's things that he hasn't shared. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know if he has the words to express himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Buzz, by the way. Great Instagram follow as well. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren, who sent us his gym. Yes. His it's like a fantastic queer-friendly queer gym. gym. Lots of black people everywhere. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. And it's like a queer a queer men's gym, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, queer yeah. men's 
only or whatever gym or, yeah. or friendly or something like that yeah yeah queer yeah. friendly gym not sure how they phrased it but either way love it yeah. very inclusive <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but yeah they all present their self-portraits and mm-hmm. i really like this part of the date i feel like we learned a lot through About, this one little portion of the date yeah and it was it, right? i feel like everybody got like maybe a minute a minute to mm-hmm. two minutes or something do their little presentation mm-hmm. yeah um as I said, Bennett did some noodle work and mm-hmm. he talked about how, you know, my life has been challenging and hard. Um, earlier, Noah asked me to spell privilege and that's the furthest thing I grew up from. Did I miss that? When did Noah ask him to? Again, I blinked. No clue when that happened. Something went down with Bennett and Noah quickly. Something. I missed. Yeah. But um, Bennett is claiming he did not grow up in a life of privilege. He challenged and you know, whatever, whatever his needle okay. work is showing that. Um, Ivan, oh, we learned best. that his dad uh, had cancer twice, mm-hmm. had a heart attack. Mm. Um, so obviously has dealt with a lot of just like life or death moments with yeah. his father. Yeah. And his biggest fear is that his, um, his dad won't see, get to see the man that he's become. And, he and so he had this whole like, puzzle piece Mm -hmm. uh self-portrait thing was cute um blake he again he's just here just you know buying time yeah (laughs) just trying to see how many instagram followers he's gonna get by the end of this basically Mm -hmm. um but he shared a little like turtle dove thing talked about um growing up seeing a lot of shit in his household Mm -hmm. and he you know wants to travel far and wide to find his mates and have the family he never had something Mm -hmm. like that um riley got deep as well riley seemed like he took about seven minutes to tell his story <laughs> <laughs> seemed like a long one uh-huh. <laughs> we got the, the abridged edited version uh-huh um but yeah i was talking about how he got a phone call from his mother who he hadn't talked to in years which mm-hmm. i was like whoa that's yeah that's, that's interesting yeah yeah um, his mom asked him what keeps you going, and he talks about how he dream- daydreams of spending quality time in the future with his like hypothetical wife and daughter, mm-hmm. and he dreams of that because he didn't have that growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was Riley, and then Buzz, Buzz's mm. turn. Now, Buzz, he he did create a portrait. He showed the portrait. Buzz then, had a performance. Do you hear me? Okay. Buzz had. performative art. <laughs> he did. He had. Not only did he make the portrait, he also uh-huh. created the script of this dramatic yes. exit. <laughs> like, Within that whole presentation. Yes. yes. <laughs> so prepared. Whoa. So, yeah, he presents his canvas, then he puts it down, leaves, and mm-hmm. it's like, sorry, I forgot something, and like exits the room. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And he comes back with a bathrobe on mm-hmm. and he gets up in front of everybody mm-hmm. and was saying like, you know, I talk a big game, but it's oftentimes hard for me to find the words. Um, and then he drops his robe mm. and is like cupping his dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, Tasia, you know, I'm showing up for you. I give you all, I give all of you to myself, all of myself to you. Mm-hmm. Um, basically like this is me in my purest, most raw form, you know, yada, yada. Um, I loved it personally. I know. It took me a minute to get there. Same. Right? I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, what (laughs) is this? Uh, (laughs) But the fact that he was literally, he was talking and you can tell that his mic was off. So you could tell that he didn't tell any producers that this was happening. 
part of it. Yeah, like, his mic was there was a weird sound thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could tell whoever the boom man had to like run up and <laughs> fucking <laughs> um or they had to like pour over the audio, whatever. But um mm-hmm. and also by the end of this date and when he revealed more about himself in Tage's one on one, then you see mm-hmm. even more why he did this and I mm-hmm. loved it even more. Yes. Yes. That you know? gave even more context. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. this alone is just like, well, did he have a big dick and that's why he did it? Like, oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, same. I kind of like rolled my eyes, like, oh god, what is he doing? Or yeah. like, here goes Ben, like trying to like, yeah, like here goes another naked man. Thing. I'm tired of this black box. Yeah, enough <laughs> of this. Um, but his little script, I liked it. Like yeah. him saying, mm-hmm. like, I, this is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is my purest me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was very endearing and it felt sincere to me. I feel like yeah. I was really here for Tasia. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, oops. Sorry, just deleted something. Oh, this was actually my invite to the cookout. Uh, ben? Nude? Nude Ben. Oh! I thought it was bold. Huh. I thought it, as you said, it was... It, it started off as a gimmick, but then when the audio wasn't there and then his whole little speech with it, it all came together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I'm i here for you, Ben. Yeah, and it's like a real moment, you know? It was a moment, mm-hmm. yeah. I liked it. And it touched Tasia because she left the room and started crying right after. <laughs> Which was my Tasia deserves this moment. Oh, because she was bent over crying because all of these men had, how are you going to choose one, is really, you the know, issue. is, is <laughs> yeah. the issue. And it's not... She's thinking, how are you going to choose one today? But she mm-hmm. has to choose one to be her husband. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot, too. That's hard. Uh, there's a lot of great guys here. A great, remember her one-on-one with Brendan? And how we were, like, so gung-ho for Brendan? Everybody don't forget yes. about Curly Top <laughs> now. <laughs> Brendan's not even in the top three at this point. No. Like, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. But she deserves, she deserves all of this. You could tell that... Um, Anyone who's this bubbly, this nice, this inviting is someone who has been through some things and is able to put a lot aside and mm. really focus on what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she deserves the best cast of guys. And she's black. Absolutely. I just love that the black girl got the best just cast of men. This is so great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love it even more. Um, so yeah, overall, great date. Mm-hmm. Um, time for the nighttime portion of their date. Tasia comes in. She thanks all the guys for, you know, great moment earlier just all of them getting vulnerable all mm-hmm. that jazz um riley grabs tasia first mm-hmm. and we learn a little bit more backstory to like his mom situation yeah um so he shares that his parents were divorced he <clears throat> i guess was raised by his dad lived with his dad which tells you a lot about the mom talked a lot of shit about the mama because yeah, yep. that never happens yeah terrible yeah that's bad that's bad. Um, so he grew up with like some preconceived thoughts and shit about his mom. And yeah. um, they've since been able to talk things out and their relationship is in a great place now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, Tasia seems to be into Riley. I think not. he's not in the first tier, but I think no. he's a sweet guy. Yeah. She likes that he's gotten vulnerable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's still kind of like in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Brendan... I don't know. I loved them before, but now I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> and I think it's just because we haven't seen poor Brendan in a while. 
haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah. And yeah. we had, we, like, like, it really is three black girls sitting in there. They had a great date. <laughs> they had a great, great date. And we can't yeah. lose sight of that. And they had some really good chemistry on screen that we can't lose sight mm-hmm. about either. Like, they mm-hmm. seemed, like, very uh, attracted and, and uh, uh, just, like, melded well together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But we just don't see that anymore. Just don't see it. Yeah. And we've seen now Ivan, Zach, mm-hmm. Ben, like mm-hmm. other super strong connections since then. So, yeah. don't know. Um, the guys now, so they're all sitting around and, you know, chatting about, uh, I guess Noah's bullshit. <laughs> Bennett <laughs> talks about the unfortunate drama at last ceremony and is like, thank you, young Noah, for that. Mm-hmm. And Noah like claps back. So they're still. Yeah. They're a little beef. Bennett, Bennett. Bennett knows that whenever he calls Noah young, it bothers him. So he keeps That's doing exactly why he's doing different it. <laughs> variations of calling him young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Buzz and Tasia sit together and he tells her he's never felt like this in his entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a lot, but also I love you. Love him. <laughs> love him. I do. Oh my god! And as you said last week, he's gotten hotter and hotter with each se- with each episode. Yes, I didn't see it really in the beginning. Not at all. You know what mm-hmm. it is? Is that one tendril got loose? <laughs> <laughs> with men, it's like these little tiny oh things. The yeah. one tendril got loose, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh, <laughs> little, look at that tendril doing something for me." <laughs> Another thing I noticed about Buzz, his um. What like clavicle bone? Great, it's great, right? He's got a great it's body. Always peeking yeah. out in his shirt. I don't mm-hmm. look at clavicle bones or whatever the fuck that <laughs> thing is, but he's got a great one. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> um. But yeah. So Tasia, she asks him like, "Do you feel?" Because he says like, "I've never felt like this in my life." She's mm-hmm. like, "Do you feel that way because you're often closed off? Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of like opening up, and so that's why." Um. And Buzz reveals a story. And Ooh. he reveals a story, and I feel like the cameras had to get out of the way in order to even get the story out of him. Because I feel like they were looking through a bush when they were filming this. <laughs> I feel like some of the angles were real tight. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, actually. It wasn't right? like they were just, like, sitting right in front of yeah. us with a camera there. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Whatever whatever makes them feel safe. Because mm-hmm. he ended up dropping this TV. a big nugget here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he says, you know, the life I've lived is different than you probably may assume. Um, and then says like the reason I'm in health and fitness and in that world is because I had an eating disorder for 15 years. Um, he said, you know, I quickly learned no one likes the fat kid. Mm -hmm. And as a result, he ended up with an eating disorder and suffered from bulimia for 10 years. 10 years. Oh my goodness. And I'm wondering about the other five. Yeah, like what was happening there. Um, Wild, he said, the only person who knew was his sister. Mm -hmm. So he basically suffered through his entire 20s, it sounded like, with this disease. And high school, yeah. In secret, yeah. Yeah. Um, Never would have guessed that. Never. Was anyone's story, really. We don't really ever hear about men Men. suffering from eating disorders. Right. so just appreciated his willingness to share that. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, and then also just kind of like bring up this conversation of yeah. men suffering with eating disorders. I mean, here right. is a man who is like gorgeous on mm-hmm. national television. He's a fitness coach. He's healthy. Seems to have it all together. Yeah. And he suffered for 15 years. Yeah. Wow. Whew. And also for him, this is why he got naked and said, you get mm-hmm. all of me. Yes. Because so much of his story is tied into his physical stature and appearance. Mm-hmm. So it it's made yeah. so much sense. I'm so glad he told her at the end of this date, rather mm-hmm. than waiting until they're one-on-one. Right. Because right. it it made so much more sense. I'm sure for Tasia, yeah. like for us as viewers, for sure. But it made so much yeah. more sense for her why yeah. he did that. Exactly. Um, and, and that was a moment for him. It wasn't mm-hmm. a gimmick. That was a moment Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sure every time he's shirtless or has to show off his body or any of that, it's a moment mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So to just for him to feel so to get to that point of feeling safe. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos to Buzz. That was great. Yeah. Kudos. Yep. Um, so time for the date, Rose. The nominees. Uh-huh. Are... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I feel like. The guys were so willing to tell their personal stories in these one to two minutes because Tasia really takes the time with these men. Yeah. You know, the yeah, fact that she does, she these, does this little nominee list. Who else has done this? <laughs> this is great. I love it. Ugh. So the nominees were Riley, mm-hmm. uh, Brendan, and Ben Buzz. Um, and Buzz obviously got the date rose. Yes, puppy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's like, this rose uh, means more than to, than anything to me. I love it. <laughs> no one will ever know how much this rose means to me. I know. It's like the greatest moment of his life. And like, I believe him when he says Absolute it. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, for me, this entire date was a what Tasia deserves moment. Oh, nice. I just love she she's real she don't need to be yeah. thrown on no naked uh <laughs> dodgeball dates yeah. or all the other bullshit we see just mm-hmm. give her like some realness let the guys tell their stories mm-hmm. she's great at asking questions like this is the type of date that she deserved mm-hmm. and she got a lot out of them and we didn't she'd have to wait until a one-on-one to hear all this mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. We're getting to learn these guys along the way yep. which we don't really get usually from group dates Oh, yeah, never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Tasia, uh, before she leaves the guys, uh, she does say, you know, there is one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah and Bennett, there is some going on between the two of y'all. And I'm going to get to the bottom of this mm-hmm. one way or another. And then gets up and leaves. He's like, oh, my God, what is happening? I know. And we really don't need this. We don't. And we don't <laughs> care. <laughs> But there's no drama on this season besides this. I know. But we still don't need it. This is interesting enough. We don't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but they have to do some drama just in case. Just in case. (laughs) When they're in the editing room and they're like, fuck, there's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, Lord. Um, But yeah, Noah and Bennett, they just go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Noah hates how condescending Bennett is to him. Mm -hmm. Bennett hates that Noah called him privilege. I guess that was a trigger for him. Yeah. Interesting um, too. Either way, we're bored of this. Right. Stupidness. Yeah. Stupid. Um, next day, easy. He's hyped for his date. Mm-hmm. Tasia is excited for this date. She's excited to have like a romantic breakthrough. Mm-hmm. It's easy. They have, you know, easy breezy 
kind of relationship. Yeah. Or like friends vibes to me. Very friends vibe. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I guess not so much, but friends vibes. Right. For, <laughs> but everybody for Daisy, else. Yes, friends are. Um, for their date, they start off their date at night. Mm-hmm. Um, they meet up in like the pitch dark. Tasia scares him. It's so funny moment. Um, and they learn that they're going ghost hunting for their date. This is what kind of black man <laughs> date is this? This is the perfect date for <laughs> like a large black man because they are usually so scared. And if you want to so get so scared, so scared, and they scream so loud. They scream so loud. They are the biggest scaredy cats. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if they want like laughs and comedic value, like he was the perfect mm, one for this date. That's I true. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they read some like tale about the resort, <laughs> how the owner of the resort back in the 1700s. I was like, who whatever. wrote this? It, like, wrote what this story person? is this? They took her Wikipedia from somewhere else that is right. not here. <laughs> but yeah, basically they there's the ghosts that hunt, like haunt the property and mm-hmm. so they're gonna go like basically like a massive halloween house yeah just like the yeah. whole resort mm-hmm. which i thought was fun i love a halloween house Ooh, like, girl no you know girl i can't watch stranger things are you crazy stranger <laughs> nope i'm not things. having that devil in my house absolutely oh my not nope oh my god <laughs> i when i was in college i used to go to um in Philly, the Eastern State Penitentiary. What? Like a, girl, they do a crazy haunted house there. It's an old, old, real prison mm-hmm. where like real famous prisoners once was. People died. All kinds of crazy shit happened there. And every Halloween, they turn it into a massive haunted house. Whoa. And we would go every year in college. It was like the thing to do in Philly during Halloween. Well, season. that's kind of interesting too, though. That's kind of like historical fact tour interesting. Yeah, except it's not historical. It's just like a gimmicky, like Halloween. Oh, house. oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> but you're in this like historical building that you know is like actually haunted. Yeah, so. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure haunted. Um, but yeah, I thought this was fun. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they just have fun. You know, the producer is basically like fucking with them and around screaming. Tasia, okay. Now I saw the writings on the wall right here because Tasia mm-hmm. called him bro. And I said, oh, nah, he Ooh. going home. <laughs> yeah. She did all Ooh, this so that he can that. go home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yikes. Oof. Yep. Um, so, yeah, time for dinner. Tasia in this lime this green. This Kermit green mini dress. dress. I loved it. Loved it. Did she look like a Fanta girl? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> That was the first, I was like, oh my god, she literally looks like a Fanta girl. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. Almost every single outfit she's worn, I'm obsessed with. Obsessed. Yeah. No matter how cheap it looks, no matter how expensive it looks, right. it doesn't matter. I'm obsessed <laughs> matter. with it. She looks great. Oh. And the styling, she loves a high pony. Yeah. It was really, this This was a great look. I loved it. It's <laughs> it. like Kermit the Frog green. It yes. is Kermit green. <laughs> it was Kermit green. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so yeah, her and Easy they sit for dinner and chit chatting. Um, Easy says, you know, this whole experience has been great. The moment I saw you um, from our first conversation, I just had very strong feelings for you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know, you know. And I can honestly say, I'm falling in love with you. Mm. Did you know he was going home from then? Because I did immediately. Immediately, right? 
Like, what are you talking about, sir? What do you mean? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. This is your first one-on-one date, Mm -hmm. first of all. And I don't know. I feel like when you have... When you're in this vacuum, this bubble where, mm-hmm. like, all day they sit around and just, like, talk about taking Yeah, it. yeah. Any little moment, eye contact, mm-hmm. funny, you know, aside, things that they have with her, they just mull on that all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, like, oh, my God, we obsessive. have a great connection. Yeah. It becomes obsessive. And he feels compelled to share these feelings because he feels like she must have these feelings back for me as well. Right. I can't be crazy thinking right. that, like, that moment that we had after kickball was like <laughs> magical or whatever. Oh my God. But as he said this, I was like, Oh boy. Yeah. Going home. Going home. Going home. Um, and Tasia, as, as he was saying that she was like very straight faced. Yeah. She not, oh yeah. Yeah. No reaction. In, yeah. No reaction. She was just kind of taking it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she commends him. She's like, you know, I've been asking you guys to be vulnerable, be mm-hmm. open. You've always been that with me, like from minute one, um, you're a solid dude. You deserve a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she grabs the ropes and says, you know, you know, I can't give you those ropes. Yeah. Though, right? You know, I don't feel like this. <laughs> you like are wildin' and you have <laughs> got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is he doesn't know. He did he not doesn't. know. He doesn't. <laughs> And this was a really good breakup, too. A lot of leads don't do a breakup like this. That's right. This is a good one. This is, I feel like he should have known from you're a solid good man that he was going home. That was, yeah, Yeah. it was a done deal. Um, Yeah, she basically just said, I'm just not where you are. And Mm -hmm. I don't want you to keep pouring yourself out to me. And then Mm -hmm. I send you home later down the line. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. just call it quits here. Let me walk you out. Yep. Um, so yeah, we gotta say goodbye to POC. I know, easy, easy. And he looked like he was gonna cry. This was like serious for him. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he really had like feelings in his heart. He, he did, <laughs> actually. He did. Bizarre. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she packed him up. He had to go. He had to go. And they didn't, when they say goodbye, he didn't say best of luck or there's some great guys in there or nothing. He just was mm-hmm. like, damn, are you serious? And she was like, he literally said that to her. Absolutely. You have got to go right now. You've got to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got to go. Um, Next day, obviously everybody's talking about Easy's departure. They're shocked. Um, And then they're all, you know, sitting around Motel 6. Again, chatting about Ben and Noah's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, JoJo shows up, lets them know that, they are still having a cocktail party, mm-hmm. but not right away because Tasia needs to talk to Bennett and Noah mm-hmm. and squash this beef, mm-hmm. whatever the hell's going on between the two of y'all. They, of course, still back and forth, talking foolishness yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And she's like, look, Tasia can't keep both of you. One of you will stay. One of you will go. Mm-hmm. You're going to be up with Tasia before the cocktail party. Hash it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, Bennett, he's hype. He feels very confident so about this. Yeah. So excited for this moment. Um, so they they are just, I guess, Noah and Bennett, they go off somewhere. They're just sitting, waiting for Tasia. Mm-hmm. And Bennett walks in, and he has a, a gift box. Mm. And it is a gift, as he calls a gentlemanly gift for Noah. This is where he got my second Becky of the week of the episode. <laughs> Damn. Because I haven't seen him give Tasia nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. If there is any time to give anyone anything, 
and you are getting a two-on-one, it is not to give the man that you've been antagonizing for weeks anything mm-hmm. and to give anything. him a show. It's time to Ooh. give Tasia a show, sir. Yes. Because yes. Uh, Buzz Lightyear came knocking on that door and had room service and champagne for her as at 2.45 in the morning. And you came in here with gifts for Noah, someone who you can't stand, obviously because you want camera time, but you also look like you have definitely killed multiple people in this moment because you look absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. This was so weird. So cringeworthy. I feel like the producers told him something and he went rampant wild with it. Like, no. Yeah, not a good move, dude, mm-hmm. going into a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. Not a good move. Um, so, yeah, he opens up the box of, gif, box of gifts, and first it's like a red bandana. He's talking about, you know, when you first came, Noah, you and I had a really good conversation about growing up on a ranch in Oklahoma and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And seems nice enough. Mm-hmm. He starts off, you know, gentle. Um, then his second gift, he whips out a dusty pair of socks mm. that he literally said he wore on the last group date. Ew. <laughs> Ugh. And it was socks that had like mustache little pictures yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, only time you should wear a mustache is on your feet. Now he's you know starting the days. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the last gift was a book on emotional intelligence and he just sits there and like schools Noah, so yeah. condescending. Yeah, <sighs> talking about the four components of emotional intelligence, you're deficient on three of these. Mm. And Noah obviously is done at this point. Yeah, like, right. You're sitting I'm here gonna... disrespecting the fuck out of literally every <laughs> layer of my character. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. whoa. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna let you finish, but I have, you know, I have stuff to say myself. Yeah. And Ben is just, like, talking down to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not have emotional intelligence at your age. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, every step of the way with Tasia, you're talking about other guys. You have a lot to learn from this book. Mm-hmm. And claims he's not trying to belittle Noah. He says, I'm literally trying to love you up. Oh, God. Whilst belittling. Whilst <laughs> like, belittling. And one of you is going home. So why do you care about his emotional intelligence right now if you want to stay? You see if what I mean? Like, he yeah. just wants this yeah. moment for himself. It's fucking weird. He just weird. wanted a moment. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Um, Noah challenges him to say exactly everything he just said to him in front of Tasia. In front of Tasia, which is a great company. Noah knows how to be a villain. You Okay. Noah knows <laughs> villainry. <laughs> he is a master of he's, the art of villain. Yes. <laughs> So Tasia arrives. She's in this long, yeah, very gowny gown, gowny gown. Mm -hmm. Yes, and she tells them she's tired of the petty drama. She wants to get over all of this. Noah just basically rehashes a play by play of like everything Bennett has ever (laughs) called him or said to (laughs) him. (laughs) He brings up the comments about um, when Bennett was saying, "I feel like I'm arguing with a 14 year old" Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm He brings up how Bennett said that he had 0% chance with Tasia. Mm-hmm. Um, Bennett, as he does, co-signed everything. Yeah. Shameless. Right. Shamelessly. Right. Right. <laughs> Wasn't denying he said anything. Um, but Tasia's over it. She's like, this is petty. She was like, is and this what goes on? <laughs> is this what goes on? Because this is petty as hell. Dying. Like, this teenage boy drama oh, is whack. <laughs> oh, my God. I was dying and she said that. God. 
And she tells Ben, and she's like, you do realize when you say to Noah, like, he has 0% tantrum. Like, you're you're questioning my integrity. Right, right. right. Bennett, again, he just, he is the king of wrong and strong. Yeah, yes. He says to Tasia, I, I don't think that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, and then Tasia sees the gift box sitting on the table mm. and asks, what's in the box? Mm. And ain't no and dick in a box. the episode. Ain't no dick in the box. Mm-mm. Nope. We'll have to see next week what Bennett has to say for himself yeah. because that was the episode. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Lord, how he going to spend He's going home. He has to. He's definitely going home. He's definitely going and home. And Noah's going to walk in there with his nose up in the air in that cocktail mm-hmm. party with that rose pinned to his jacket. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be so mad that Bennett so left because they probably were all friends with him because he's probably yep. so buddy-buddy with the rest of them. Yep. Ed is probably going to lose his damn mind because his <laughs> only friend left. Like, ugh. <laughs> Why is Ed still here? What is Ed doing here? Ed is not your husband, Tasia. You need to, he needs to leave. He's far from it. (laughs) What the hell? He always looks a mix of like tired and sickly. Drugged. Drugs. (laughs) Hard. Uh, White. (laughs) Man-made drugs. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Ed looks terrible. What he's still doing here. Me um but yeah that was the episode we do get a little preview for next week which looks the fuck wild (laughs) which was like also what the fuck is about to happen next week so crazy um geez we see obviously bennett or noah goes home Mm -hmm. tasia says that's not the goodbye i expected Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm guessing bennett goes home and he does a whole speech of some sort of right yeah to tasia or some bullshit yeah another moment tries to create another Mm -hmm. moment Mm -hmm. Um, we see a group date where there is a lie detector mm-hmm. and Zach reveals that he has cheated, cheated. before. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Tasia with Zach and kind of some audio of her saying, every time I talk to him, I learned something I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's going to you know, obviously feel too kindly about the cheating. <laughs> like, yeah. Or what, whatever else he's going to. Whatever else yeah. is unveiled during that lie detector. Um, Brendan, mm-hmm. him and Tasia, and him telling Tasia that the time frame of a proposal is very scary for him. Which I agree, Brendan. I totally agree. Yep. <laughs> um, we have Riley also. Was he crying? In, I think. Yeah, and, he was really crying. Really crying mm-hmm. and saying, "Is today the day I let myself go?" Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, Zach also crying. About his Tasia mess, whatever. <laughs> um, so it seems like a lot's going to go down yeah. next week. I'm very hyped for this episode. Me too. <laughs> I'm loving this season yeah. so much. It's so great. <laughs> this is great. Um, but yeah, we'll be back mm-hmm. next week, guys. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram. Tag us in your story, share us with the world, all those things. Please do. And then we'll be back next week. Another week of Tasia as The Bachelorette. Yeah, see you next week. Love it. Bye. See Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.